Welcome back to The Stars Made Me Do It. We got Mimi. Hello. Sierra. Hello. And me, Martha, here. And we're talking about Gemini freaking moons, which I'm super excited about because my daughter is a Gemini moon. So, you know, we're going to be bringing this Gemini energy and we got a lot to say. So, I'm so excited. Yeah. I know. And Sierra, you have a lot of experience with Gemini moons I've as well. I've got so many Gemini moons. I'm married to one and I'm surrounded by them. So <laughs> yep. I'm ready for this. I'm, I'm really excited to get into it because just like we always say, the more that we understand it, I feel like the more it helps with just everything. And I'm, I'm really excited to dive into this since I'm surrounded by them. Uh, just before we do that, make sure that you follow us on Instagram, which is at the stars, maybe podcast. And we are also on Patreon where we put bonus content, exclusive content and early content. So how are you guys feeling about Gemini season? I'm stoked. I'm so freaking stoked. I feel like (laughs) Gemini season is my season, even though I'm not a Gemini, but Gemini rising. I'm Gemini (laughs) rising and I got like three planets in the third house, but I feel like last year I got so robbed by Gemini season because it was Mercury retrograde. So Mm. I'm going to harness it this year. Harness it. How are you guys feeling? Mimi, how are you feeling? Because I know that Gemini is, it's a controversial sign for you. Yeah, Gemini is, um, and not in the way that like a lot of people are pretty controversial about Gemini, but Gemini for me is sort of difficult because my Aries is already kind of chaotic and Gemini is sort of sextile that Aries. So I feel like that chaotic energy is amplified. Um, And my Taurus moon, I mean, having gone from Taurus season that I love Taurus season, everything is going with my moon and my Venus. It's very like harmonious for me and then like that sudden switch into Gemini where Mm. it's kind of chaos and you know it's flighty and there's a lot going on and a lot of things to think about and to talk about it's just like a really it's like a a splash of cold water on your face it's such a pivot such Mm -hmm. a pivot energy from Taurus I didn't even really think about that until you just said that yeah it's kind of harsh yeah it is kind of harsh and I think um I also I haven't really noticed if Gemini season is rough for me, but I have noticed about Gemini moons, which I think we'll get into kind of later on. Yeah. Okay. I'm also interested to see how this Gemini season shows up for you, because for those of you who have listened to the progressions episode and maybe look into your own progressions, you have your Mercury that has progressed into Gemini. Mm -hmm. So I wonder how that will show up differently for you this year. Now that you have that progressed Gemini, but yeah. And my progressed Venus too has been in Gemini for a minute. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know how I'm I'm trying to reflect on like last Gemini season last, I think it was the full moon. Um, so like the full moon in Sagittarius during Gemini season was when I took my flight to the U S and I was in the U S for like Mm -hmm. three months. So it was really right around the beginning of Gemini season kind of started my adventures and it was a very like yeah, changing social time. And I think like I had some things progress into my third house during that time. So it was very, you know, mm. um, I, I, I was definitely fueled in like a people way with a change of people, but at the same Absolutely. time, I had this crazy pivot of like literally it was Gemini season because my friend uh, Marie, her birthday is May 22nd and I'm November 22nd. So we're like exactly opposite. And it was her birthday party was like the day before I left and it was all my French friends. And it was the first time that I felt like I'd become part of a group of French friends. And they were all like, oh my gosh, we won't see you for forever, but we'll see you as soon as you get back. Like have such a great time. And I was like, wow, like I made it. I fit into a group here. And so I do feel and like- And now I'm going to fly off. <laughs> and now I'm going to fly off because it's the freaking Sagittarius full moon, of course. You know, but yeah, so that was like a really harsh, I felt the duality of last Gemini season of like, I'm normally pumped to go home and I'd never been that sad to leave before. So it mm. was, yeah, like I definitely feel that duality. So we'll see. And of course this- uh this Gemini season, I'm literally flying to the US again. Holy shit. Like, I'm, yes. I like almost exactly a year after I flew to the US last year, I'm flying to the US, but this time with my in-laws. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm here for the Gemini energy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly, clearly something about the Gemini energy attracts you. Yeah. It gets me, it gets me moving. I am definitely attracted by the Gemini energy everywhere all around me and my Gemini Mm. Mars, you know, so it's how I get shit done. So I totally get shit done in Gemini season. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So let's, uh, let's talk about, let's talk about Gemini's and all their energy. They're, you know, the third sign of the Zodiac and they're the first air sign of the Zodiac. 
And so they're an air sign, they're a mutable sign, and they're that kind of like masculine, like outward energy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, we can do a little bit of an overview of what mutable is for anyone who is just catching on to the podcast now. Um, So mutable energies are the last sign of the season. Um, They are Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces. Um, They're really all mutable signs are known for being really adaptable, really versatile, really open to change and flexible people. Um, So yeah, the positive traits that we would say is versatile, adaptable, changeable, um, subtle, sympathetic, intuitive. And then like the negative words we would say about them is deceptive, crafty, inconstant, undependable, which that Instagram, social media, astrology loves (laughs) saying all of those things about the mutable signs. Yeah. Yeah. And thinking about mutable in like in terms of Gemini and thinking about spring, like where we had talked about Aries is when the roots start to really grow and Taurus is when the leaves start to come out of the ground. Um, And Gemini season when it comes to spring is like, great, there are flowers everywhere. Like we're really in the thick of spring has uh, passed and now we're drifting into summertime. Yes. Uh, And I don't know about you guys, but New York, it's like it's an eight month long winter. So I'm almost like we have hardly got spring and I'm ready for summer. Um, so I don't know. I'm hoping this Gemini season really brings the flowers about. Yeah. I like that. What you said though, like how we did talk about in Taurus season, like, you know, we're going from Aries, like, oh, it's the start, but now it's like, I'm seeing things growing. I'm seeing things blooming, but the Gemini is like flowers, flowers everywhere. Flowers mm-hmm. and sunshine, let's sunshine. Go- it's summer. You know? <laughs> it's like, let's go <laughs> dance you, yes. in the flowers, dance in the fields. <laughs> and like, yeah, I love that. And since this is also like talking about moon signs and specifically Gemini moon, like think about like we just, you know, Martha went over those mutable qualities. So think about all of that, like your emotions, like Gemini moon people, like their emotions are that versatile, adaptable, open to change. I'm just thinking about Guillaume, you know, my husband who has a Gemini moon, he he is a Scorpio rising Aquarius sun, like fixed as anything but then his gemini Mm. moon like his emotions like he is so open to change and flexible when it comes to like when it comes to a lot so i really think that that is something to be said especially with you know it's an air sign like we said so okay emotions going with the flow but also like i just can't we'll we'll go over this too but i cannot stress enough (laughs) a gemini moon and any sort of like you know mutable and airy place in your life is just so intellectually stimulated and intellectually Mm. approaching things. Like if I need to talk emotions with him, I need to talk about it, like coming from an intellectual place or in a way where I target his intellectual side, you know, like write a list, make a graph, Mm. have like a very logically um, approach conversation because that that's such a that air that air moon i am surrounded so, by them <laughs> that's really interesting to me because i feel like that is also being played up by his aquarius you yes. know because what you're describing to me if i were to like single out an archetype that sounds more like virgo moon to me like it has to make sense has to be organized whereas gemini moon yeah i don't know always has to be organized but his Aquarius fixedness does need stats. Mm. You know, it needs things to make sense. Yeah, mm. I agree that I wouldn't say that approaching a Gemini moon has to be in an organized way, but I think it has to be in a way that plays to whatever their intellectual side is. Yeah, and their so, understanding. Yes. yes, and for Guillaume, when he sees something written out in front of him and he can put that, you know, emotion to paper, put that emotion to a word, put that emotion to some sort of logic. Yes, that's how it functions. But I would say every Gemini moon that I know, when you need to talk about something emotional, if you, uh, if you ap- approach their intellect, you have mm. the biggest connection there. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny too, that like my mind instantly went to, that sounds like Virgo moon because um, Gemini is ruled by Mercury, just the same as Virgo is. So they do have some crossover. They have some overlap between some of their themes. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And that's fun because your partner is a Virgo moon and my partner is a Gemini (laughs) moon. And we can see that, you know, Mercury tendencies, but um, as well, like the other qualities that just talking about, um, 
Gemini in general. So yes, it's ruled by Mercury. And also like the part of the body it rules is the shoulders, the lungs, arms, hands, nervous system. Like Gemini is the twins. Like that's what their, their, you know, sign is. So think about all that duality, like both of your shoulders, both of your lungs, both of your arms. Like it's the things that there's a duality mm-hmm. to them. And, uh, and what Martha was saying is she has, she's not only Gemini rising, but she's got a bunch of planets in the third house. Gemini rules the third house. And so whatever planets you've got going on there, which is where Guillaume's son is too. So of course, like he's got that extra Gemini energy and how mm. Martha and Guillaume have so many similarities, but um, they, it's the house of, I think. So again, with that kind of like intellectual stimulation and they're like, archetype is the witness the teacher the storyteller and the journalist which I think is fun I like that it says the witness because all the time uh if you're in any like Gemini groups or talking to Gemini's a lot of the time they're like but I don't talk a lot what are you talking about and once again it's that duality you could also be the the one who's sitting back and watching everything that's happening Mm. which is so apparent in my daughter she's not a talker at all but she knows exactly what's going on everywhere you better believe so i like that they that was not forgotten in this archetype breakdown i like that Hmm. a lot i like that a lot because i remember talking to um during libra moon season i talked to my two cousins who are sisters that are both libra moons and one is a gemini and she definitely like she was saying how she is not the chatty one, but I'm thinking like, she is the observer though. She totally is the one who notices all the little things and remembers mm-hmm. all the little things. And I love that. Mm-hmm. And I love that you like, I don't know, pointed that out. Cause that's, yeah. It, yeah. Gemini has such an internal mental process, you mm-hmm. know, and it doesn't mean that they're always expressing it, but yeah. there's always kind of movement going on in their minds Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. everyone in my family all the women in my family have very strong gemini placements and all the time i remember like sitting in the car with my mother specifically and she'd just be like zoned out looking out the window and like i always thought she was kind of in her own world but now as an adult i know she's thinking so much there's such a strong internal world for gemini as well i feel like we always put that on like pisces placements being like dreamy in their head Mm -hmm. no no gemini has like a whole different world of communication in their head too but it's not so much like i'm imagining a different world it's more like i'm i'm thinking about so many different things like trying to dissect all of the knowledge i have in my head that's it's so... like Pisces is dreaming about swimming in the ocean and Gemini is dreaming about flying over the ocean. You know, they're still going at the same pace, just different mm. methods. Mm-hmm. In their head, same mm-hmm. method. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's really interesting. And I'm just thinking like, cause I have my Mars and Gemini and there will be a time where I'll just like my, you know, I kind of like do that zone out that you said that your mom does Martha and Guillaume's like, what brain jumps are you having right now? what's going on like I see it and I'm like oh yeah no I was completely in my own world and Mm -hmm. and like also this just drawing conclusion energy so rapidly like I just that's my thing that I say to Guillaume is I'm like oh I just have like it's not worth explaining the brain jump but blah 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 because I really like I will jump from okay well like blue to this to that to it's like Nicolas Cage in, in uh in National Treasure where he's like there was a, a bird and birds fly over this place and this place is known for this. So, you know, we must be going to solid Africa. reference. <laughs> That's like, oh my God. That is my cousin Lars, Gemini Moon, does the best imitations of that, where he was like making fun of Nicolas Cage from National Treasure. And he's like, birds, birds, like like crumbs, crumbs, croissants, croissants, France. It's in the bakery, you know, like it's <laughs> like that Gemini energy. Oh but my God anyways we're not even at the tangent part yet and here I go but um do want to have do want to point out that and we did this in last Gemini season and Tara and I went on a whole thing about how there we are pro Gemini love not Gemini hate but there's so much Gemini hate out there there's so much Gemini Mm. hate so we want to acknowledge that there's so much Gemini hate and they have like a horrible reputation and all like the Facebook groups, like Martha was saying, like, oh my gosh, like, which do you hate more, Scorpio or Gemini? It's like enough. And mm-hmm. I, I, Leo. 
<laughs> that one too. No, all my fucking big three. Just yeah. <laughs> if you're a hater, we're not welcome here. We love Gemini's. Yeah. I <laughs> always I always joke that I do like trauma work when a Scorpio or a Gemini comes to a session and they don't know much about their sign because they're scared to look into it. And I always have to do like uh what's it called? Like damage control with Scorpio yeah. and Gemini placements. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what I kind of attribute it to is like, why, why is there so much Gemini hate or Scorpio hate? And I think that we talk about the unevolved versus evolved qualities. And I think the unevolved qualities of Gemini and Scorpio, but specifically Gemini here are ones that like is manipulation. I think that Gemini's are so good. Immutable signs in general, mutable signs get this reputation too, but Gemini's because it's intellectual, Gemini's have such a, a beautiful way of manipulating a situation and also that can become really toxic and so yeah you know like a great way of being like i'm go with the flow i'm gonna plant some seeds here so that everybody feels seen but maybe we could do this maybe we could do that like a beautiful way of manipulating the situation to appease others and make things go smoothly you know mm. like i love that part of my gemini mars but i think the manipulation part like if someone like is gonna mind fuck with you and like especially like oh my god my ex was such a toxic manipulator or blah, blah, blah. They were a Gemini. It's like, they have these qualities. If these qualities are used in a negative way, I could see how someone would latch on to that being such a bad thing, but that's not, you can, there's, there's mm-hmm. unevolved qualities of every sign. So yeah. I think in a world where communication is so key, that's how we see unevolved Gemini's more. Like if, if you think about like, if I, I'm an Aries and if I were an extremely unevolved Aries, I would be screaming all the time. I'd be raging. I'd be acting from a place of anger, mm-hmm. but that's not exactly like how the world operates. I think the world operates through communication, especially now in like the more modern technological world. So communication is key in our everyday lives. Yeah. So there's more potential for those unevolved Gemini traits to come through. And Sierra, you sort of alluded to my experience with Gemini and how I have like some negative experiences with Gemini and because I do have a very unevolved Gemini experience where they would use their intellectual power to make them feel or to make me or other people feel like they were lesser than because they have this Gemini intellectual uh, uh, perspective on things. They would use that to be, well, I am smarter, therefore I am better kind of thing. Yes. Um, and literally just throwing out as many big words as possible to make you feel like a dummy, you know? Um, And to be able to have that manipulation tactic that some of the other mutable signs might not have as much skill with because they understand the mind, they understand how the mind works. And so they have like that extra insight as to how to mess with the mind. Yeah, yeah. And that doesn't like, and again, everything that you just said was the perfect, perfectly said for why we get that negative I guess, Mm -hmm. side of it, but also all of the positive sides that come with that too. Like the genius people that have these Gemini placements and the way in Mm -hmm. which they can jump from one like subject to another and make these conclusions and use that intellect to be like, I have this file cabinet of all this information and it's easily accessible to my Gemini brain. And like Mm -hmm. such beautiful work can be done with those same qualities that we can turn to a manipulative way. So yeah. Yeah. And I think like Facebook astrology culture will say like, well, all, all like, for example, all the Gemini's I know have been assholes. So Gemini's an asshole. And like, I feel like this example is the, my, my example is the perfect example of just because you had one bad experience doesn't mean they are all bad. What it could mean is that you have a karmic relationship with this sign and you have to kind of gain an understanding and, um, you know, like a kindness towards that sign or maybe setting boundaries or something, uh, So, you know, that's just an example of like, if you know six Geminis who all are assholes, that doesn't mean they're all assholes. It means that there's something about Gemini that you don't vibe with or that you have to work through. Love that. Yes. I love that. I'm just thinking of my like super dick Aquarius friend from back in college. (laughs) And I like totally vibed well with them until like their like assholeness came out. And then I like Mm -hmm. married an Aquarius and he's the freaking best. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like the classic, you cannot just hate on a Zodiac sign cannot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
Um, one thing that I always think is really interesting, and this is sort of the pep talk that I give most uh, Geminis that come in who are like, I hate my Geminis, blah, 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 um, is Geminis are known for being gossips, right? That's one thing that people tend to like hate about Geminis is that, oh, they're such gossips, blah, blah, blah. And I had read something recently, or not too recently, actually a while ago about gossiping and how it really originated. Um, and so I looked up the origin of the word and gossip comes from the old English word god sib or god parent. It was a term given to a woman's close female friend after the birth of her child, a word reflecting the powerful bond between them. Uh And that to me is so beautifully Gemini because gossip is about forming community Mm -hmm. and it's exactly witnessing what's happening around you. And you can tap into the unevolved qualities of gossiping, which is to tear other people down. Um, But gossiping has never originated as a derogatory term. It was about the powerful bond between women because they had witnessed, uh, you know, happenings in each other's lives. Like other other uh, origins I found were like um, the name of the woman who was there for the birth of her friend's child. So cool. And I love that. Once again, society like taking the power away from women. But yeah, uh, well, I love that because with all my Gemini energy I feel like I've definitely gone through phases of my life where I was like a bit of a gossip and like I, I love sitting down my, with my friends and like having a little gossip session but it doesn't come from a place of negativity it comes from a place of curiosity wanting mm. to know everything like it's so I'm hungry to know everything that's going on in my community (laughs) and everything that everyone in my life has ever experienced. Like I, because I feel like my brain has the capacity to take that all in. And it's just like, it doesn't come from a bad place, but it can Mm -hmm. turn into a bad place. If it's like, you know, so-and-so did that. And wow, that's not cool. Like when you like Mm. carry opinions onto things that you hear about, I think that can be negative as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like Martha and I sitting down and chatting the first time we ever hung out in person for like hours with our opposite risings, the Gemini and Sagittarius just going. And suddenly I'm like, well, this drama from my family from 10 years ago. And you're like, tell me <laughs> everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> literally, literally. Yeah, true. Um, Martha does always want to hear your story. Yeah. And like yes. we wanted, people want to tell their stories, you know, like mm-hmm. it's such a it's such a great person like Gemini energy people are such great people to like you know it it is okay gossiping but it's more like let me share all these stories and they're like I want to hear it and and Mm. it just it validates the stories that you want to share so I'm all all here for the Gemini energy I'll say one last thing about the gossiping that also I feel like it also depends on how busy you are in your life or what kind of interests you have like if you're a Gemini without a lot of interests then it can turn into just like talking shit about everyone but if you're a Gemini who's been like researching on your computer nonstop for the last week then the chats and the gossiping can be more like about like positive things or like about things you've learned rather than like talking about your neighbor or your friend or whatever yeah it's about connection yeah Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely well shall i dive through these positives and negatives since we're still at the beginning go for it okay um we're talking about gemini in general apply this to the moon sign in particular as always positive more evolved traits adaptable honest outspoken creative innovative daring lively, active, curious, funny, and conversationalist. You are just going to always have the mm-hmm. best conversation with Gemini's yeah. and Gemini placements. Just there Oh yeah. I look forward to Gemini placements in sessions. Cause I'm like, great, yes. this is gonna be great conversation. Yes. <laughs> no, same. Absolutely. And then these kind of go along with those mutable sign, like more negative unevolved qualities as well, but specifically for Gemini inconsistent, two-faced, you know, it's the twins, um, indecisive, mm-hmm. overly anxious, judgmental mood swings and gossipy, but we already talked about the whole gossipy. Yeah. Let's kind take of the gossip. power back from gossip. Yeah. But I, I like though, I love the, the different, like what Martha said, like, what are you gossiping about? You know, are you mm-hmm. gossiping to talk shit like about people that you're not even involved in their lives? Like how uninteresting must your life be? If that's what you have to do, you know, like that is an uninvolved mm-hmm. trait, or are you gossiping about like really good stuff and, and, you know, just for the information of it and to share Mm -hmm. and experience things. So 
And then again, what we went over in that Taurus moon episode too, like the flip side traits that I found from Cosmopolitan, there is being versatile versus being superficial. So you can be, you know, I like all these different things or, oh my God, yeah, I like all these different things. And it's like, do you, are you Hmm. superficial about it? Or do you, are you really interested? And I think most Gemini placements are genuinely just interested in so many different things and it could come across Mm -hmm. as being super. That they don't have time to dive deep into everything. Yes. Yes. And so then there's smart versus ruthless, which is maybe what you tapped into there too, where you're like, so there's mm-hmm. so intellectual, but are you going to use that to be like, I know more than you, I'm better than you. And then mm-hmm. we have youthful versus immature. So there is this childlike, you know, fun learning energy about it, but then, you know, don't be immature about it. Um, fast versus erratic. They can jump from one subject to another one, but we don't want it to be in a way that like is really jerking us completely around. And then curious versus this is cosmopolitan. Oh my gosh. Perfect. Two-faced gossip hounds. So yeah, there's that curiosity versus that gossipy. Yeah. And, uh, going back to one of those positive traits, I'm curious because, uh, daring that really like that interests me because I, I, I feel like Gemini's certainly could be daring, but they might not see it as them being daring. It's just them. I like Gemini is sort of that honeybee that's just going from flower to flower. Mm-hmm. And it's like, who knows what the flower is going to have. And so that honeybee could be daring, but the honeybee is just doing its job. I feel like growing up the Gemini placements I knew like Gemini sons specifically were the craziest like yes. if you tell a freaking gemini to do something they're like hell yeah i have like such yes. a specific memory of <laughs> one of my friends like rolling around in a giant puddle and we're just like why did you do that and she was just like i just wanted to freaking experience it <laughs> that is so real if like anybody like go back and listen to the gemini uh interview from last year where we interviewed my childhood best friend karina who is a gemini sun and moon because i swear every lunchtime in elementary school was literally everybody at the table daring karina to mix every single remainder food of everybody at the table and eat it and like every time Mm -hmm. when there was like the cicada attack like you know the every 17 years cicada thing like it was like, Karina, are you going to eat one? And she was like, yeah, I'll eat one. You know, like there was just like everybody <laughs> always daring her to do it. And I feel like it's that daring is, is like, I don't know, stimulated by, or like comes from that curiosity. Like mm-hmm. I, I want to mm-hmm. experience that. Like, I'm curious as to what that is. It's not necessarily, I like how you said that Mimi. It's not, they might not see it as daring, but we're all like, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think Maybe it is Gemini's- curiosity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, it's probably more the curiosity because I was thinking maybe they're like entertainers in a way because um, Gemini is such a, it's such a lighthearted sign, like out of the three air signs, it can tend to be surfacey because it, it one, because it doesn't have the uh, follow through of diving deep unless you've got Scorpio placements like Martha and she's like deep diving every little <laughs> everything. <laughs> um, but I almost feel like I wonder if they are seeking to entertain in a way. Mm, I think mm. so. Totally. Yeah, like that class charm. clowns, class clowns. Totally. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then just like quick Gemini, Gemini placements, love reading, writing, traveling, partying, making friends and chatting. Gemini, Gemini placements love chatting. And I just think about like, you know, Guillaume is an introvert, but he's an extroverted introvert because of that Gemini moon. Like he loves talking with people. He love. he is so freaking silly. Like that silliness comes from the Gemini placements, you know, like it just, mm-hmm. that's what it is. And it's like this easy, just, I can, you know, chat with anybody type of energy. I like making friends and, and yeah, that like intellectual stimulation for sure. So, um, <laughs> this is going to be a long one guys. I feel it. <laughs> Tell no, us no. <laughs> we're gonna fly we're gonna fly through these childhood patterns don't worry um so when if you are gemini moon then uh you have an unconscious curiosity and exploration so a gemini sun is a little bit more 
conscious about their curiosities and Gemini moons are kind of just like all over the place and driven really emotionally by the things they're interested in just thought I'd say that before I got right into this childhood stuff so childhood patterns if you have a Gemini moon of course these can go in like two ways so the last couple episodes we've kind of been jumping back and forth explaining one way and then how it could be the opposite as well so I'm going to explain one way but it can also be the exact opposite. So you could have grown up in a, a home life that was really busy. So there could have been a lot of music playing. There could have been a lot of people talking. There could have been a lot of people coming and going. There could have been uh, a time where you had to like move schools or a time where you had to like move neighborhoods or just a lot of adaptability, a lot of change, a lot of flexibility, and just a lot of noise in that childhood. Um And all of this noise and chatter and people around or changes happening could have taught you in childhood that it, you have to speak up if you want to be heard, which is why Gemini's, I think Gemini moons are a little bit more like intellectual in their um, emotional sense, because they could have either been not heard at all, or Mm. were really um, praised for all of their speaking that they were doing and all the communicating they were doing. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking about that with like, I'm trying to figure out which side Guillaume fits into, but also Penelope, Tara's daughter, who was on our cancer, uh, our cancer interview episode. She's a Gemini moon. And I think she, like, I know that she, I feel like at home, as she's praised for the, the talking and like how well she communicates. And she is just, she's the best communicator. She's like a, such a little adult. It's just amazing. But I can also see how she would be someone at school who would just say the things. And I could see as a former elementary school teacher being like Penelope, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. So I think it can, I just with that Gemini duality too, I could see everything you're saying, you're saying it's this or the other thing, but I would also point out that I think it could be people growing up with both, but in different environments. Yeah. Yes. It Mm. could be both too. A hundred percent. And yeah, I was, when I was reading about all these things and thinking about it, I was thinking so much about my daughter because a, we have music playing all day long, every day. We have friends coming and going all of the time. We live in a place where we know all of our neighbors were like constantly going in and out of each other's apartments. And then we're also probably planning on moving in the next few years. So literally all of these things are Mm. very prominent and, oh, and my daughter's not a speaker. So, and when she wants to be heard, she yells and she like screams and Mm. like just because well me and her father are very mercurial and speaking all the time so I'm sure she's like when am I supposed to talk Mm, (laughs) yeah interesting I see all of those themes um but she's also like witnessing your guys's behavior with each other like communication wise mm, you know how you are mercurial yeah, I think she will end up being a great communicator as she gets older. Mm. But right now, she's just kind of like seeing how things are supposed to be working, I think. Mm-hmm. And she's also like growing up as a bilingual human. So that's something mm-hmm. which like how cool as a Gemini, you know, a Gemini moon, like Gemini ruled by Mercury, ruled by communication. She's growing up in a bilingual household. Like mm-hmm. that's another. Yeah. That's just so freaking oh. cool. <laughs> I actually didn't write this down in the notes, but I just remembered it now that I've read a lot about how Gemini moons are also that duality, that twin could have been raised by parents who are very different. So example, uh, me, an English person, like a um, North American person who speaks English and then uh, Matilda's father, my daughter, uh, French with a very French classical way of raising a child. So she has these huge different polarities in her life Mm. that she's kind of trying to marry into her life and she's obviously emotionally attached to that because she wants to make her mom happy and her dad happy so a lot of gemini moons have very different parents or like very different parenting styles in the parents that is so interesting i'm just thinking of two gemini moons that i know that i'm very close with are both like both of their parents are divorced and that they have that like insane difference between mom and dad energy and Mm. and also I mean Guillaume who his parents are together and very happy like his mom and dad are totally different you know like his mom's a Gemini and his dad's a Capricorn and he has Mm. this like you know 
I mean, they are a really great unit as a couple, but they are very different, you know, like the way in which they approach things are very different. And so, uh, you know, it can show up like mm-hmm. as having parents that are so different that it didn't work and it can show mm-hmm. up as having parents that are still different and it, and it is working or parents like, you know, for you and Matilda's dad, who were just completely different, like cultural wise, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm. I also just thinking about this as you're explaining it I feel like this is kind of also where like in a manipulative energy could come into a Gemini moon's life in this way that if your parents are so different you understand at a young age that you need to act differently when you're with different parents Mm -hmm. and I think that allows like that Gemini moon to really understand the human mind like oh yeah if I'm with this kind of person I need to act like this but if I'm with this kind of person hmm yeah yeah wow that's really insightful yeah it is I just thought about that because my daughter does (laughs) act a hundred percent different if she's with me or her dad hmm yeah wow um something else to sort of touch on because you did mention uh shifts in schooling or like moving a lot at an early age uh gemini and mercury rule early education so it rules sort of those earlier stages of life um so for gemini moon like that early stage in um your education is a very prominent time in your life I like that. And I like that idea of knowing the different kind of areas that, like you said, that the moon rules. Cause that's why with like Capricorn placements were like you age in reverse because it's such an mm. old, older person type of energy. And so like when you're older, you're like, yeah, <laughs> I'm in my prime. Mm-hmm. And I love this, uh, this Gemini energy of that being like early childhood being such an important, important thing. And just even like school, just thinking about, you know, all like just school energy being that mercurial Gemini energy of like, Mm. we're going to this class, then we're going to this class and then we're switching to this subject and put your gym shoes on. We're now going to gym class. Like even just like a room full of people that we can talk to all day long. Yes. (laughs) Very distracting. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Having to harness uh, attention, I'm sure is a major theme for Mm. will be, I mean, for Matilda and for any Gemini moon child. Mm Yeah. And then uh, the last things I wanted to talk about before we move on was just um, the nurturing parent. So the mother or the nurturing parent, how they could show up in the life because the moon is related to your nurturing parent, which I'm just going to say mother, because that's easier for me to say at this moment, because I wrote that in my notes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So a mom trend, if you're a Gemini moon, is that your mother could be really freaking chatty, always chatting about random things that maybe you don't even care about talking all the time, talking over people. Um, Maybe really you've witnessed your mother being really charming, being able to turn on the charm, chat with people, be like really great with their words. But on the flip side, you could also have experienced or in, do in adulthood as well, um, experience harsh words from uh, the nurturing parent, the mother, because uh, when they got in an emotionally triggering state, they could use their words and say harmful words, words as ammo, words as attacks, Mm. which I think could be a huge trend for Gemini moons. Oh yeah. And then also you could be really close with your mom, like that gossipy thing, like updating your mom all the time or the opposite of um, your mom is a little bit too gossipy. So you don't talk to them at all because of that. Mm. Oh, that's, that's super. Like, I'm just thinking, I'm like, I'm going through my little checklist of all the Gemini moons in my life. And I'm like, that sounds correct for this person, but it's more that one Mm. for that person. And that sounds like it for that person. And, and I do think about, um, you know, Guillaume is really close with his mom. Like it makes sense. She's a Gemini sun. He's a Gemini moon. Her sun shines on his moon. You know, that makes sense. And, um, and definitely like keeping updated and, and his mom always wants to know what's new you know, Mm -hmm. like, and, and, Mm -hmm. and my cousin Lars, Gemini moon, like his mom, my aunt Coco is just like, always like, what's the dirt. That's literally what she says. What's the dirt? Like, what's the gossip? (laughs) (laughs) And like, she, she is like the gossip queen. Like, I wonder what she's a Leo, but, um, she's got, she's got Virgo going on there. So she's got the mercury too, but it's so funny how like, yes, she wants to know all the details and like having that Mm -hmm. mom figure of, you know, with that Gemini Mm. moon that makes a lot of sense yeah yeah and that 
that imagery of ammo when, um, mm. you know, using words as ammo, I think could also be spun in a positive light in that words are powerful and like putting uh-huh. a lot of weight on how you choose to speak up. Mm. Oh my mm. God. That is something where like, I'm just thinking of, um, with our wedding and how like none of Gam's family could come and, and like, and in other situations too, with Gam's mom, this like Gemini, you know, Gemini son. And she like in these moments of like crazy chaos would just will step in and be like, okay, like I'm here, like, this is what we're going to do. And it's going to be great. Like very much like with words. Like I remember when Mm. I talked to her, like the day before our wedding and just like, she brought me to tears, just being like, we wanted to be there. We thought we'd be there. We're not going to be there, but you are going to have the best day. And and we are going to be cheering you on from overseas. And we are there in spirit. And like, we are Mm. like, it was just like this. Oh my God, this, her words were exactly what just like brought me to tears of like, I have been so sad, but kind of holding it in and jump like, Mm. it was good ammo. And that way it was, a sad situation but with like the perfect words to be like through this sad situation you're gonna get through it like that is beautiful gemini energy for sure Mm. yeah and the last thing about moms is or nurturing parent would be that they can be really inconsistent you could have been um let down by the mother because of their um changeability they're being there not being there or being inconsistent with their mental health just kind of being all over the place erratic Mm. Mm. yeah so lots of things that could have could have been or could be for gemini moons I like that there's options for all of these too, because i feel like a lot of like you know again facebook astrology is this is how it is for this sign And it's like, Mm -hmm. I'm thinking I have so many Gemini moons in my life and I'm going through my little list of everything you're saying. And like what you just said, like I can think of another person where it's like, oh yeah, the inconsistent where they do fit those other categories, but definitely like mental health struggle, like inconsistent parent, like that fits too. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a, it's not a one size fits all for Zodiac in like such a good way. Yeah. Yeah. It's just Gemini themes, Yeah, which I think is good that we talk about like what Gemini is at the beginning of each episode because yeah then you can kind of make it up yourself like okay what's a gemini theme what's an emotional theme how can i bring them together wow okay that could be a theme for a gemini moon yeah 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 and that that um inconsistency doesn't have i mean i think that gemini has a great skill and not taking everything so seriously you know like if yes. i think of like when you say flaky i think the like phoebe from friends like she gives me such like flaky goofy not taking anything too seriously energy and so it's almost like i wonder uh with gemini moons if they tend not to that they want to make things lighthearted. that's so gemini um so when it comes to maybe more emotional topics that not wanting to tap into like the severity of it because of maybe their mom being like inconsistent or trying to keep things light as well that that hits for all the gemini moons i know too it does <laughs> it really does like that like keeping it lighthearted and that's why sometimes even though i i love my gemini placements i love them but sometimes that is like you know gemini moon or even air moons as i always say how i have that that friction with them because my Capricorn moon is like, no, but I want to talk about how this is literally hurting my feelings. And it's Mm -hmm. like, ah, but that wasn't meant to hurt your feelings moving on. And it's like, I'm not ready to move on from that, you know, but so that is like, it's super admirable. And it's also something that for, I would like turn it and say to the Gemini moons out there, sometimes there are people who do need to go deeper and that's okay too. Like sometimes Mm. like we speaking to me need to lighten up a little bit, but sometimes (laughs) you guys, like it it is good to go deep because it's, you know, it's worthwhile. So it works. Plus it'll satiate your curiosity. Ooh. ooh. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Moving on to our fave Alice sparkly cat. We've got a quote. So the biggest difference is that Gemini moons are more willing to say, I don't know than Gemini suns. Love that. Moon in Gemini is kind of an otaku, which we looked up. It's a Japanese word, meaning a young person who's obsessed with computers or particular aspects of popular culture to the detriment of their social skills. Um, They're the ones staying up all night, looking up every conspiracy theory in the last decade. And lunar Gemini people feel incredibly light, easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl to talk to. However, they don't actually like to be around people as much. They have a perpetually bored demeanor and are always off somewhere thinking of weird things. Interesting. How do you guys feel about that? Not liking to be around people as much. 
I would definitely, I would think I, I agree. I would say I agree because Gemini sons that I know are so people showy and mm. Gemini moons that I know, like, I also know, like, you know, Gemini sun and moon, like new moon energy, but the Gemini moons that I know are so freaking social with their close people. Mm. Whereas they don't, they don't oh. just seek people in the same way that Gemini sons do. Mm. I think that even mm. introverted Gemini sons cannot help themselves, but seek people. Whereas Gemini yeah, they moons, they have to, I mean, it's their life force, but Gemini moons are like the life of the party with their close people. That's how I see mm. it. Yeah. Yeah. I like that saying like, they don't seek people the way the sun does. Yeah. Interesting. But I think regardless of whether they're incredibly social or not, they crave connection with other people, you know? So I can't imagine a Gemini moon not having a couple best friends. Oh my God. Yeah. And like, I'm just thinking of like, Guillaume just said the other day, he's like, I miss my pharmacy friends. I haven't seen them since Mm -hmm. this time. And it's like, there's that, he has that more introverted energy of he's not out there like making plans every week, but he's like, he feels that missing, you know, he feels Mm. that lack of the social. So, yeah. Ah. Oh, okay. So going on, Gemini sons are more likely to be social. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Their curiosity leads to them actually leaving the house and getting off the internet. Wow. Uh, also their energy is a lot more intense. They're constantly telling other people facts that they know. And when they're around people, they may flip from one person to another. They do want to be right in a situation and is less about asking questions than about providing answers. And then she compared Gemini suns to Wikipedia and Gemini moons to a YouTube wormhole. I love the idea of like, wanting to be right in a situation, less about asking questions and providing answers for a Gemini son. A Gemini son mm. needs to talk and they need, like they, they have so much information. They have, they are compulsed to give it, you know? Mm. And whereas Gemini moons, I think are like taking in all that information, you know? And they, they're asking, like, they're very curious for themselves. Like their curiosity mm. is a, for themselves. Whereas I feel like Gemini sun is like, just in a constant state of curiosity. And so in a constant state of sharing what they've found, if that makes mm. sense. Yeah. Yeah. And then what, what are your thoughts, Martha? I, I see you, I see you thinking, I see those Gemini, yeah, I see that Gemini process. <laughs> I'm tr- yeah. i just feel triggered by her being like on the internet, blah, blah, blah. Like saying it like a bad thing when internet is also like the way people connect with each other. Mm-hmm. Like at me as like, so much Gemini energy. I love being on social. Like I'm always on my group chat with you guys talking. I'm Mm -hmm. always in some sort of group chat chatting with people. And I don't think it's negative all the time. No, I I don't think it is either. And I don't think she's trying to be super negative. I'm just trying. (laughs) I don't think she's trying to be negative. I think that it's by like getting off the internet and getting like, I, I like read that as stopping the, the research and going to the community. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like that I don't way. think she's a Gemini though. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard uh, Martha, to also that. note that she's writing this on the internet. So she's not <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, there's so much good info to get. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. But like Guillaume, the Gemini moon is super social in person. But man, he can ignore group texts like nobody's business. You know, like a Gemini son needs the people connection. Mm. Like, that's what I kind of feel like it is where I like like, that. Yeah. You know, he can go off and be, oh my God, he can be researching like bike stuff, like all day long, watching bike videos and like everything, like in his like current fixation, you know, and like, (laughs) and seeing the group (laughs) chats just come in and sometimes he'll partake. And and most of the time, you know, he'll let that slide to later, but a Gemini son is like people, 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 you know, it's just, I like that. Yeah, <laughs> they can ignore the group chat. The Gemini son's like, no, I'm going to be the middle of that group chat. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, see, this was a good chat. We, got, we had to <laughs> clarify there. <laughs> we worked through it. We worked through it. <laughs> Hopefully you're feeling um, less triggered. Um. <laughs> I am, I am. I think this is a good place to maybe suggest looking at where Gemini is in your chart, because even if you don't have a heavy Gemini placement, Gemini does rule a place in your chart. So yeah. kind of consider how that Gemini energy shows up in you. 
I love that. Yeah. Mm. I mean, mine is on the 11th house of internet. So, you know, I am a, I love, I love a good deep dive and I literally love a YouTube wormhole. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Martha's like Gemini rising. She's coming at you with the Gemini energy. Like here it is. It's present. It Mm. is Martha, you know? Mm. I am Gemini. I am Gemini. And mine's on my sixth house. So it's like, Mm the way in which I do my daily routines, the way in which like Mm -hmm. my everyday involves communicating with people. Like there's not a day where I'm not reaching out and communicating with people. It's just as what it is. Oh my God. I'd be so worried if I didn't hear about you in a day. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's just, I'm always like, where's here? (laughs) I kind of like the idea of one episode or uh, maybe next season we can go through and like, say like, if you have Gemini on this house or like each time Mm. we're talking about it what that means because i think that's so interesting it's super interesting i think so too yeah yeah for sure um there was a point where they said like about uh moving from friend to friend and i can't remember if that was a gemini moon but that they're always like in social groups they're moving from friend to friend and i definitely feel that with like gemini on my 11th house um of friendships and big groups i've always been like okay i'm gonna go hang out with the band kids now okay i'm gonna go hang out with the vocalists and oh yeah um like flitting around <sighs> between friend groups i so, think she said that about the gemini sun okay yeah that i can oh yeah really flip from to. one person to another yeah yeah i really hardcore <laughs> that. so we're but all I- drifters is what we're trying to say we're drifters, yeah. but like, I mean, I just, I love that. I love that energy of, I have so many different types of social groups and it goes along with like, yeah, my Mars is in Gemini, the way in which I get shit done. Like I have so many different social groups of so many different categories of people because it's like mm-hmm. that Gemini, like interest in so many things, but like mm-hmm. not super deep in any of them. Like I, I just remember like a, a huge group of nerd friends in college. i I, I not consider myself a nerd. I consider myself a nerd appreciator where I'm like, I love the nerd <laughs> stuff, but I don't know any of it well enough to feel like I could be an, a true nerd. You know, like I'm love Lord of the Rings, but no, I don't know how to speak Elvis, you know, like that kind of energy, like where, mm. and then like, okay, but archery people over here, but okay. Study abroad people over here, but okay. Like magical book club people over here, but okay. You know, mm. like just like so many different. And I think that that's the Gemini energy of don't see it as surface. See it as multifaceted. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There you go. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I want to go into um, a little bit about if you are not a Gemini moon, you have no Gemini placements. Well, everyone has Gemini in your chart, but um, you know, this time of year though, this time of year relates to everybody. And so again, I'm breaking out the book Lunar Living by Kirstie Gallagher. We brought this out in Taurus moon season. And I just wanted to talk a little bit about Gemini moon, what it's going to feel like for a Gemini moon, like when the moon is in Gemini, what it feels like for you and like this Gemini season. So, um, bringing that into you from lunar living, just Gemini moon. The first thing that she says in this chapter is outgoing, lively, and inquisitive. The Gemini moon brings an influx of inspiration and much needed change. And I love that changing. Like everybody needs some change. Sometimes we do need shit to be shaken up a little bit. Like even if we're Unless you got heavy Taurus placements, even if you got heavy Taurus placements, especially if you got heavy Taurus placements, 100%, yeah. <laughs> it needs to be, you know, all shaken up. And so um, the Gemini moon, when the moon is in Gemini, it calls you into making a change. One thing that Gemini loves is change. Gemini struggles with trusting emotions and instead wants it to all be practical, Mm. rational, and logical. Boom. That's exactly what I was saying. Wow. Um, So under this moon, you will find that a lot of raw emotion dissipates. You may even feel a total disconnect with your emotions. And this can be helpful in allowing you to problem solve and figure out exactly where you are in life, where you want to go and how to get there. The twin mirror will help you to see all the sides of any situation you are still ruminating over and perhaps the bigger picture vision to see why what happened has happened so that you can move on. Gemini doesn't like to stay stuck in the past and will bring an optimism to encourage you to move forward. And that just made me think Mimi, how it's like completely feeling a disconnect from your emotions. And as like, you are this like beautifully emotional human, like that could be this weird place for you with that Gemini moon. Yeah. Oh, that's such a good point. I always feel kind of frazzled during the Gemini moon. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's less connected with the emotions and more connected with the rational, like the, the yeah, factual. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like 
this is sort of an aside, but the uh, Gemini moons might not know how they feel until they're talking it out. You know, like they almost need a sounding board in order to know how they're feeling about something. Yes. Hard. Yes. Hard. Yes. And also just, yeah, like we talked about this, but reminder that Mercury rules Gemini. So during that Gemini moon, it's a great time to communicate and to have difficult conversations because emotion has been kind of removed from it. It doesn't mean that Gemini moons aren't emotional. It means that they, they deal with emotions in a more logical, intellectual way. And so if it is a hard conversation you need to have, that would be a great moon to have that conversation. And so, yeah, because Gemini helps you speak your mind, helps you speak the truth. So since we are going to be having a new moon in Gemini, this Gemini season, um, you can use this quoting her again, quoting, uh, the book lunar living, you can use this Gemini new moon to discover your unique individual message. Use this as a journal prompt under the new moon and allow the answers that come to you to set your new moon intentions and guide your way forward through the waxing moon. You can use it to gain new ideas and inspiration, create a mind map or a brain dump, all the ideas that come to you. There will be some gems there that you can focus on during the waxing moon. And it's a good time to follow your intuition, make a list of the information, people, knowledge, and anything you would like to gain or receive over the waxy moon and then follow your intuitive nudges. So there you go. Mm. Interesting. I love that term brain dump for Gemini. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. I literally, are, are you kidding me? Me and my like Gemini Mars, like my bullet journaling days, <laughs> every single month I wrote brain dump. And I had mm. a page just for a brain dump. That's so funny. Mm. Oh my God. Love it. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. That would feel good. <laughs> I know. I, I was thinking about you, Martha, because I, I think you would love, I mean, you're great at brain dumps, you know, but then the Scorpio might be like, mm, nope, <laughs> hold it all in. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I need a lockbox for that brain dump, but it's <laughs> <laughs> so Scorpio Gemini. <laughs> I need a lockbox for that brain dump. Oh my God. Oh my oh, God. Man. <laughs> Let's get into this. Let's get into some celebrities. <laughs> Yes, no, I'm keeping that in. I'm keeping that in. (laughs) I wouldn't expect any other way. Go for it. Barack Obama. Yes. I don't know why I had to say it like that, but (laughs) (laughs) that was I'm not gonna put a culture on that one. Oh my god. I didn't know he was a Gemini Moon. I knew he was a Leo, but I didn't know he was a Gemini Moon. He's so airy, mm. aqua rising too. Mm. Love that. So smart. Yeah. Olivia Wilde, and I have no idea who that is. Uh, oh. When I see a photo of her, I know who she is, but I couldn't tell you what she's in. She's got like beautiful almond eyes. I feel like she mm-hmm. could be Taurus rising because her neck is prominent. Um, neck chick. And she's got like a wide jaw. Yeah. Okay. She's, I feel like you know when you saw her. Um, yeah, you would. But, Rachel McAdams also, and she's a Scorpio sun, Scorpio rising. I love Ooh. Rachel McAdams so much. And she's Canadian. <gasps> oh, she's nearly your yeah. twin. Nearly. Literally every Canadian ever. If you like see a Canadian, you're like, oh, they're Canadian, you know? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> nobody asked. Nobody asked. <laughs> nobody asked. <laughs> but the Gemini's got to let you know. Oh, that. my God. Hugh Jackman. I fucking love Hugh Jackman. I love He's Hugh Wolverine. Jackman. He's Wolverine. Okay. I would I would absolutely categorize him in a celebrity crush of Sierra's. Yes. Love oh, Hugh Jackman. Interesting. Oh, yeah. He when gives me shirtless. similar vibes to Colin Firth. Well, they're both they're both on my list. I love mm. them. Yes. You like the mercurial ones. I do. I do. Which makes sense in one of our rambles when we talked about our descendant and the type of like <laughs> that we look like and par- look for in partners. And I got Gemini there. So it makes sense. Yeah. Very um, true. Jennifer Lawrence, Leo Sunset Rising makes yes. so much sense. Jennifer Lawrence is her top three. I love it. Absolutely. Yeah. Now we've got Chloe Kardashian. She's a Cancer Sun Aqua Rising. I love that blend of Cancer Aqua. I always think that's so interesting. I had someone uh, interesting. reach out recently who was like, I never related to my unemotional side of Aquarius. Um, and it all made sense when she found out she was a Cancer Rising. It's like, oh, I approach everything with emotion. Ah, love that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 
Sia. I like her. I love yeah. Sia. And she's a full moon baby. Is she? Oh, yeah, because she's a yeah, sad sad sun. sun. Full moon baby. I, I can rock out to some Sia hardcore. Like, that's my Christmas playlist is just Sia Christmas songs. She's also, <laughs> oh, she yeah. has a prominent place on my running playlist as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 50 Cent. Okay. Like, I know nothing, but <laughs> words. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just felt like everyone's childhood would get done by 50 cent being on the list absolutely absolutely and he's a cancer son yeah i was shocked when i saw cancer son but then again i literally know nothing about him but anyways yeah shocked come on (laughs) 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 so moving on we got jennifer garner she's an aries sun cancer rising and i so see that cancer rising in her and i feel like i also see the gemini gemini moon in her yeah and 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 aries she's one of those people who just looks like an aries yeah she really does love that simone biles i just love her Mm. she needed to be on the list she's quality quality peeps oh Yeah. yeah triple mutable yeah she's a pisces sun sag rising love that um, yeah. another person who I don't know, Tilda Swinton. <gasps> Tilda Swinton, really? Oh, she's so um, she's so unique looking. She's uh, as soon as you look her up, you would know her. Um, but she's a Scorpio Sun as well, so I could definitely see that in her. Um, and I, she just really stands out. But she's an intense, intense actress. Anyway, mm. we can move on. You should look her up though, because you would definitely know who she is when you see her. Okay. Um, and then next is someone that I grew up watching is George Carlin, a comedian, and he's a Taurus son, Leo rising. Um, and I feel like if I needed answers about what Gemini humor is, I now have it. Like George Carlin makes so much sense. He flits from like one topic to another. He's very political, but then he's also really goofy. He's really famous for his seven words, never to say on TV. And he says them on his special and, um, I mean, I'm like six year olds, six years old, like repeating these like horribly bad words. But oh my, my dad God. was like, they are no bad words. The other, the Gemini. Um, but yeah, George Carlin is such an example of that Gemini humor and then Taurus humor too, because it's like, okay, we're going to be dry about it. Um, mm, yeah. Love him. Gotcha. Love him. Love the Gemini humor. Mm. I don't even want to try to say this guy's last name. Jake Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, I, I just had to doubt myself. No, I know how to say that. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, I know who that is. <laughs> Another full moon. Oh, yeah. He's a Sag Sun and Leo Rising. Yep. That fiery, that. airy energy. Again, like Jennifer Lawrence energy with uh, the fiery Sag and Leo with the Gemini. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I really love Jake Gyllenhaal, too. We'll put him I on the list friends. of celebrity crushes for CR2. We'll put him on that list. I wonder if they're friends. <laughs> I feel like they should be friends. Also, Billy Idol, which I think is so fun because cousin Lars, are you listening? Um, loves Billy Idol, wanted to like do Billy Idol hair. And I don't think ever did, but like totally wanted to. And um, uh, he so Billy Idol is a Sag Sun and Gemini Rising, and I love that this Gemini Rising, Gemini Moon. Oh my God, Lars, you're also a Gemini Rising and Gemini Moon, and mm. and like to be this like singer lyricist, you know, like how mercurial, very cool. Yeah, he's a full moon then, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I don't know who this is. Who's Jonathan Groff? He's an Aries. Jonathan Groff. Oh, this is the person that I was talking about who is in um, Hamilton and oh, he right. is in uh, Mindhunters. And so, yeah, he's the king in Hamilton. If you've watched like the recorded version with the original Broadway cast and he is, I love the Aries Gemini-ness because he like just words like are working for him, but he also has this just intensity about him. And um, yeah, I, I love both Hamilton and uh, the show. Uh, mind hunters yeah totally recommend hmm. heidi klum gemini yeah, sun rising yeah mm-hmm. double gem. it's interesting how much fixed there is in these celebrities you know like they're all gemini moons but there's a lot of scorpio and leo the gemini needs it mm-hmm. also needs karina it. are you listening because you're almost heidi klum 
because Karina is a Gemini <laughs> sun, Gemini moon, but Sag rising. So got that fire. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know what? We need to find a triple Gemini. I'm sure it does ooh. not exist. Could you freaking imagine? Are you a triple Gemini? I feel like Are you I listening? saw someone who's a, gem- a triple Gemini. Contact us. I'm doing. I'm doing my outreach for triple signs. Yes. I feel like I yeah. mention that every episode. <laughs> yeah. I. Yeah. If you're a triple, send us a message. But really, if you're a triple Gemini, because I want to meet you. <laughs> and if you're a triple Gemini, we know you will send us a message. So go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Can anyone keep up with your conversations? That was my question. Mm. Oh my god. Damn. Um. And our last, our last guy on this list, Pierce Brosnan. So, um, we, I mean, mm-hmm. in the theme of Mamma Mia, because you know, Mimi and I love Mamma Mia. Talked about Mamma Mia. Um, <laughs> Pierce Brosnan got that Gemini, got that Gemini moon as well. I don't know. I don't. He, he's a Taurus sun and a Sag rising, and I feel like the Taurus is very like apparent with Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, neck check. I feel like it. Neck check. <laughs> he passes the neck check. You think? Not as much as others because he's got the Gemini, like, you know, mm. like slimming Slender. it down. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, he's not Brendan Fraser level of neck check. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then I don't even think I'm going to do a Catman recap, guys. You, no. yeah. You, yeah. This has been a long one and I, it's been a good one. And there's a lot of epic Gemini qualities. And also, like we said, everybody has Gemini in your chart. So find out where it is, find out where Gemini shines for you and also be a little less judgy with the Gemini hate. Yeah. Cause yeah. you're part Gemini too. Okay. Yeah. We all yes. got it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks guys for listening. If you want to check us out on social media, you can check us out on Instagram. I'm at me and at harveymountain.alchemy. Martha's at divine alignment with Martha and Sierra's at magical.bookclub. And of course we are at the stars made me podcast and Sierra. Why did we talk about Gemini moons this week? Because the stars made us do it. Bing. Bye. Bye. Bye.